Speaking of passes, I'm getting a lot of friend requests from these random. I got a uh, friend request on Facebook from the president of Clinton College, who's also a passer. I was like, they mm. they looking out for you, girl. They like, what's up? Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'll keep that. I can't wrap my head around. <laughs> you got a lot of things you can't wrap your head around this week. I'm gonna keep, but I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it cute. I'm gonna keep it cute. I'm gonna keep it cute. Oh my god. They in your DMs. The pastors is in your DMs, girl. They said, what's up? <laughs> no. No. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we could just start the show. Yeah. Yep. Let's do that. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Hey guys! Hey everyone! <laughs> what was that? We're gonna start again. Hey guys! Hey everyone! What is happening? <laughs> What's going on? I'm your girl Sierra T. I'm your girl Sherelle B. And this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Wrap the culture up in color. Absolutely. Mm. Episode 18. I know you guys probably missed us last week. Did you miss me? Look, Martin. Oh. Y'all know. <laughs> we were on vacation. Uh, we've got tans. Can you clearly tell? Peel foreheads. It's just, you know, that's why we're not wearing makeup. <laughs> Forehead just. We looking hella rough out here right now, but that's okay. I got my muffin cap back blue. Peeled back. Peeled back blue. Honey. It's too much okay. going on. Way um, too much going on. So yeah, we're just gonna keep this real cute. We got a short episode this yeah. week um, because, like we said, we were on, when we say we taking a break, uh, we mean that, and that includes from news and social media, right? And so, other than us posting our our flicks from our vacation, well, some of us were. Is he? I don't, you know what? Let's just jump right into it. Um, sis, mm. what can't you wrap your head around? Mexico. I can't wrap my head around Mexico. Okay, let me tell you something. Um. Mm-hmm. Tulum can kiss my ass. Okay, to all y'all, for the past couple months, I'm like ooh Tulum, ooh Tulum, Tulum can tootaloo because I'm over it. I'm never going back to Tulum. I'm not gonna say I'm never going back to Mexico, but I'm gonna go to the West Coast like Cabo, mm-hmm. Puerto Vallarta, where there's class. Cause Tulum, classless. Um. And this is no shade to the ones who plan the trip. Shout out to Next Level Travel. Mm-hmm. Put an amazing trip together. They did. But my experience with the city of Tulum. Well, it was actually, it was Cancun. Right. It was Cancun the, it was, and Tulum. Both of y'all yeah. <laughs> can go somewhere. Okay. I was robbed. I was robbed. And I lost my phone. And niggas want to act like they don't know what happened to my phone. Okay. I'm over. And I was offered drugs while I was out to dinner. You were? Yes. Girl, oh, I need to No. So, when me and Brandon, like, the last night, Brandon planned this really nice romantic dinner for us. It was supposed to be outside in the gazebo, like you see in the movies, like, mm-hmm. by ourselves, but it was pouring rain, so we moved inside. We had, like, five-course meal. I don't really know. I had caviar for the first time. Um, Damn. Absolutely not. But anyway, everything else was okay. So... We're in the middle of, um, you know, dinner, and the waiter comes up, like, you know, is everything okay? Like, everything is great, great. You know, oh, do you guys smoke? 
The waiter asked y'all that? The waiter. It was because y'all was black. Do you smoke? We were like, nah, we good, bro. He was like, oh, you know, because such and such. We're in the middle of dinner. This is five-star resort. It just went down to four and a half because the question you asked me. Oh, my God. So I was robbed, no phone. But a great thank God I was with friends and family because mm-hmm. I just would have been asked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so people like, oh, solo travel? No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing solo travel either. Okay. Um, so yeah, Tulum and Cancun, Salvador from Anstar. Salvador from Amstar. He can he can really square up Sherelle. He can definitely square up with me. Everybody. He can also square up with Kiara because he had a nasty, nasty attitude. attitude. Um, Very nasty. And if he would like these hands, they are available. They work. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one. Unacceptable. Mm-hmm. Unacceptable. Nasty. I mean, we we fresh off. We fresh off. Let's just do a rundown, okay? Honestly. We're fresh off. Okay, first of all, we get to the airport. We are on time. The whole crew on time. Mm, chef's kiss. Everything. We love to see it. The late, one of the uh, <laughs> stewardess, she's fucking late. She's late to the plane. So we get there about 30 minutes late. If that. I don't if, think we were that late. That, but nonetheless, we were late, and I don't like it. Okay. So we pull up. We get into uh, Cancun because our flight flies us into Cancun. Um, and... We go out to go get our shuttle. Line is the lines are crazy. Um, I'm the first in line, so I'm trying to get everybody together. Our guy is Salvador. They got several people out there working under Amstar. Um, so Salvador's like, you got two people? I said, Well, actually, it's uh nine of us all together, because we're two of us are at another section. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, but the paper only says two. And I'm like, Yeah, but there are nine of us all together. He's like, Well, no, I didn't come here to pick up nine. I came here to pick up two. And I was like, you know what? So Brandon was sitting behind me. I walk away and I let Brandon handle it. <laughs> because I, I put niggas in chokehold. It's really not it's really not a problem for me. Okay. Salvador, I don't want to beat your ass in your own home country. It's really not it won't be cute for you or me. Okay. I don't want to go to jail in Mexico. Yo. So then I think Kiara, because you were because you were with Simone. Yeah. So Kiara goes up there, handles it. I'm a fan of Kiara. I, I think she just she's wonderful. <laughs> she because she handled it so well and so gracefully. She's and a then, thug. She's she a is. Woman. And then Sherelle comes over and handles it. But even still, you know, we've been waiting. We were waiting at the airport for like a. We were there for we were there an extra out like an hour and a half, almost two hours. Remind you, there's other people that are trapped. I'm literally seeing Aggies, niggas I used to be in the cafeteria with, mm-hmm. walk up to the other dude with the flower shirt on. Oh, oh, check you good, and they get on the bus and they get to the resort. Then we finally once we finally get on the goddamn bus, there's a lady sitting behind me who does not know how to whisper. So remind you, we have not eaten. We've had checks mix water. And the little nasty ass cheese is on the plane. Oh, and coffee. That's all we've had. And now we're in a whole other country. No food, no welcome tacos, no welcome burritos, nothing. Nothing. Get on the bus. So we're hungry, we're hot, and we're tired. Mm-hmm. Get on the bus. This lady behind me, I know her entire family history. I know her mother is sick. She's on the phone with the doctor telling her. She's, then she's on the phone with her mother who's at the hospital telling them, do not let them give you that medicine. I'm like, lady, if you don't shut the up, 
Brandon literally had to hold my hand because I was like, yo, I'm literally going to spasm. There's no need for me to know every medicine that you... I know every medicine. I know the lady doctor name. I know they were in Colorado. I know her <laughs> flight was horrible. There was turbulence. I know that she's traveling with 12 people. I know her son Ethan's name, where he graduated high school. I know everything no. about this lady that's sitting behind me. And then she gets up and has a nerve to have bad eyelashes. I said, get the fuck out of here. Get off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Not bad eyelashes. They were horrible. I didn't get to look at it. I didn't even know. I didn't even, I wasn't even paying attention. I wanted her out. So I, y'all, we didn't get, we got, we landed in Mexico 1.30 their time, which is an hour behind East Coast time. We didn't get to the resort until six. It was like five, it was like five o'clock. But well, no, because we came down to the pool around like 5.30. So okay. like, I think we got to the resort around like four, 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 th- four, four 4.30. Hungry, tired. We all, all of us had headaches. But you know what? That night we all danced like white women. Yeah, we had, we did. We did. We all danced it's like, like nothing white mattered. Women. Nothing mattered because we really needed that release. Like then me and Sierra get to the room. My I look at my luggage. Jewelry's gone. I was robbed. So somebody's walking around with my name ring. That's an extra forty five minutes. I forgot. Yeah. When we so when we land, we go to uh, go get our bags or whatever. And there's a long. I mean, we're waiting in there. Almost a, minute. a long time. And they're like, oh, yeah, the belt is broken. They're currently fixing it. They were robbing niggas. They That's what they were doing. robbing niggas. <laughs> robbing everybody. So Cancun, Mexico is the... The Cancun, Mexico Air, uh, International Airport is the ghetto. Absolutely not. Um, They will steal your shit. They will open up your we're bag. We're telling you now. And steal your shit. The Yelp review, zero stars. Mm-mm. Zero stars. No, ma'am. They're aggressive. They got people yelling at you to get cabs. Yo, that was the craziest thing. It was like a hallway full of like people like all from all different car services literally yelling at you. I mean, child, they know how to nickel and dime you down there. They really, like, honestly, they That's really do. Sure. I would give them that. Um, it was just hard. The, the, I would say... The, what I will say about Mexico, when it comes to like COVID safety, there was, I did not see that one worker without a mask the entire time. From mm. the airport to the resort. the resort, there was no, even we were outside, we did ATV riding. Everyone had on a mask the mm. entire time until like y'all jumped in the cave. That's the first time I saw Papi Chulo. Mm-hmm. And that's his real name. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm not just saying that. Hey, Papi. Like, that's his real name. He's cute. Okay. <laughs> so he took off his mask to jump in the, in the cave. Mm-hmm. Like, I will say that COVID safety wise... Very, very safe. Yeah. I did, I felt very safe while I was there. Um, the thing that I cannot wrap my head around about Mexico is that I would like Mexico to come to the stand and explain to me as to why you guys are letting people inside the country Ooh. when we can when the water is not drinkable. So a hard lesson for everybody who had never been to Mexico, including us, Girl. was that you cannot drink the sink water at all. Like, don't brush your teeth with it. Don't drink it. Like they have to bring bottled water out. And open, you have to see them opening it and pouring your glass. Like, to me, I just was like, I do not like that. It's a that. lie. It's a it lie. is a lot. And a I was lie. so stressed, like, worried about, like, how are we going to get some water? Yeah. Where are we going to get water from? Like, I mean, I spent I spent about at least $20 on bottled water no. alone. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going down to the, the gift shop, like, almost every other day, yeah. buying, like, two, three, four bottles of water. And Evian must sponsor Mexico because I've never seen that much Evian water in my entire life. And Evian doesn't even slap that it much. It really don't. Like, where is the life water, smart water? Um, they have Poland Springs down there. They did have Poland Springs, which was cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it's weird. Like, so, like, the first day, like, you know, out of, out of, out of habit, I put my toothbrush into it. 
You know, so Sierra was like, oh, don't do that. I was like, oh, this yeah. is already happening. Yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes later, I'm on the toilet. You know what I mean? But but it's like, I don't know. Was it the water or was it the food I ate the night before? Because mm-hmm. we were up early. Girl. Ciao. That I'm with, I'm good on the whole water situation when it comes to Mexico because mm-hmm. it just makes absolutely no sense. And then, like, when you go to, like, the buffet, they're giving you water, so you're like... Where does water from? Yeah. Is it from a bottle? None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, that was our, our recap of Mexico. Other than the things that we described, I did have a good time. It was good to see a lot of the Aggies and stuff like that. And the booze cruise was the best part. Booze cruise was lit. Mm-hmm. Sierra was lit. I don't know what she's talking about. She was lit. She and had a great time. I don't know what she's talking she about. She took shots. <laughs> We made her take shots. They made me take shots, y'all. Sierra's shot face is hilarious. <laughs> she was like, "I don't like it. I don't mm-hmm. like it." But we, yeah, we did have a blast. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm good for Mexico and yeah. for a couple years. Yeah, couple years. I can understand. Unless I go to Cabo where there's class. <laughs> it's the other side, because the East Coast. Absolutely not. Cancun is the hood, baby. It, You're in the hood now, baby. Honestly. <laughs> Very hood. Very hood. You're in the hood now, Very baby. Hood. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the show real quick. We don't have this that much, like I said. Yeah. Um, so let's just start from the top. Um, congratulations to the blacks. Uh, mm. Juneteenth is officially a holiday. We just got this news today. Girl. That's exciting. Um, is it? Is it the Senate that just... Uh... Yeah. I have I, do, I have an article here. Okay. So, yeah. They literally have made Juneteenth a federal holiday. So, the bipartisan... <clears throat> move, pop up. The bipartisan legislation was approved this afternoon, hours after Senator Ron Johnson announced that he would drop his objection to the bill. Oh, thanks a lot, Senator Johnson. Um, the GOP lawmaker blocked a similar resolution in 2020, citing concerns over the measure's cost. This is what it said. While it, seem, while it still seems strange that having taxpayers provide federal employees paid time off is now required to celebrate the end of slavery, it is clear that there is no appetite in Congress to further discuss the matter. Therefore, I do not intend to object. Um, you know, and just a little, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That was what uh, your boy, Senator Ron Johnson, who's a Republican out of Wisconsin, that's what he said. Um, So, yeah, just for those that don't know what Juneteenth was, Juneteenth is the celebration of the um, abolishment of slavery. Um, When the last slaves. When the last slaves. I'm sorry. Which was like two years after it was abolished. Yeah, 1860. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Juneteenth is on the Saturday. On this Saturday, that's the nineteenth. So I I don't really know how to celebrate that. Um, I don't either. I really just kind of like put on some red, black, and green, and just kind of go about my day. I might order a shirt from Culture Savage see if it can get here on time. Wow, you're gonna put your trust in them? Oh, you're the talking about oh, Culture, Culture Savage. Savage. I'm the sorry. Culture Savage. I was thinking about the other company. Oh yeah, gotcha. no, absolutely not. <laughs> no, Culture Savage. Shout out to him. He gets my stuff here on time yeah. when I ordered it. So, <laughs> per, per. I'm choosing violence today, y'all. I love like, it. I love it. Forward. Yeah. Oh. Juneteenth is one of my. Well, I'm glad. Well, wait. So we get to have that holiday off now. I'm guessing. Let me see something. Um, 
I'm guessing. I mean, it wouldn't be this year, so hopefully next next June. So little lesson. So did you know that Texas was the first to recognize Juneteenth as a holiday Ooh, in 1980? Wow. Texas. Not progressive Texas. Yes, progressive was first in 1980. Uh, 48 other states um, and District of Columbia have passed similar measures establishing the day as a state or a ceremonial holiday. So mm-hmm. it's the only state to not do that is South Dakota. Um, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. So it's officially a federal holiday now. I don't really know how I feel about this. Like, I feel like. Where's the hate? Where's our hate crime? Where's our hate crime bill? Yeah. I, I hear you. It's something about it. I'm just like, I, that's cool. But I know I always come for black people talking about like, you know, when is enough going to be enough? But when it comes to this, I'm kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. We I don't really think we needed that. I we need other things like such so like the hate bill that y'all gave, you Asian, know, to my Asian brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Like you know, we kind of need that since y'all still tasing people for no reason and beating people for no reason, police. So I don't know. I don't know. So no lies were told there, you know. Um, but I'm gonna still take it as a win. I mean, I, I mean, it's nice that it's being recognized. Yeah. Um. You know, I mean, I, I just think it's I think it's funny because there are even a lot of people who didn't even think think that Juneteenth was real. Yeah. So I mean, I remember like when I first when I first entered the workforce, I had a coworker who was about ten years older than me. Black lady was like, I came in, I was like, Happy Juneteenth, and she was like, Juneteenth isn't real. And I was like, I'm so tired of people like it's yes, almost like people it is. with COVID like, oh, this she's not real. It's not a hoax. Like, it's just like. Sidebar, so you know your girl Marjorie Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so remember how she was talking about how wearing masks was similar to the Holocaust? Well, since actually, this is, we didn't even have this down. It just when you said that, it mm-hmm. kind of made me remember. Yeah, she went to the Holocaust Museum and now she's giving a whole statement like, Oh my god, I can't believe that I compare, there's nothing comparable to the Holocaust. No shit, bitch. I don't know why she's a thing, but I need her to go. Her and Ted Cruz need to hop on out some like just what is happening? I feel like yes, I'm taking girl. crazy pills. What is happening? Mm-hmm. She finally realizes that the Holocaust was a horrible thing that happened to Jewish people. There it were whole museums. There are whole That's where she she had to go to the museum. She had to go to a museum. Not something that she learned in school. She's not that old. Like I know she learned about the Holocaust <laughs> in school. So because I know I did. Right. I know you've seen Schindler's List. I know you've seen a lot of things that have happened. I've actually never seen Schindler's List. It's not a movie that you really want to see. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very sad, very depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or it's almost like, what's the, what's the other? The Boy with the Striped Pajamas? That's the name of the movie? Yeah. Or Yeah. Don't, oh, okay. don't watch that either. Okay. Um, Say no more. So, yeah. She's canceled. I don't understand why people say, like, how does Juneteenth not exist? It's real. It's very, very real. Very much real. Just like COVID is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Care. I don't know what to tell you. I don't understand. Um speaking of things that I can't believe are real, shout out to Cambria. Hey Cambria. She's been a listener for a long time. She has. She day one gang. Sent us something in the middle of our vacation. Like, I know y'all on vacation, <laughs> but y'all need to see this shit. Period. Let me pull. Okay, here it is. All right. So we were we were gone, and while we were gone, this is uh, news about Ladder Plantation, which is a it's like a is it a it's a plantation 
but it's like a a, a, tu- a tourist type. It's here in Charlotte, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Ryan 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 Pickett was actually like reporting on it. So <clears throat> what the fuck? Yeah, Ryan tweeted. This morning, Ladder Plantation removed this Juneteenth event from their online calendar and Facebook page after Facebook comments let them know just how awful of an idea it was. So here's what was on the Ladder Plantation page. It says the name of the uh, event's called Kingdom Come, Kingdom Coming. It says, <clears throat> this is the craziest description I will ever read in my life. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming forward to carry me home. Come out to Historic Ladder Plantation for a one-night event, Saturday, June 19th. You will hear stories from the Massa himself, who is now living in the woods. Federal troops have him on the run, and his former bondsmen have occupied his home and are now living high on the hog. Hear how they feel about freed men. The overseer is now out of a job. What will he do now that he has no one to oversee from can see to can't see. White refugees have been displaced and have a story to tell as well. Confederate soldiers who will be heading home express their feelings about the downfall of the Confederacy. So I'm assuming, like, to, 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 to just in case you don't understand, the context of this is that, like, they are setting up the story and giving it from the perspective. On Juneteenth, on Juneteenth, they're setting up a story and giving the perspective of what it was like to be a headmaster who were fighting for the South and realizing that, oh, slavery is over. Now what do I do as massa? That is what the context of what this was going to be about. And of course, this has caused some outrage because what in the actual fuck? <laughs> My thing is loading. I'm trying to pull it up. I'm sorry, y'all. I just I don't even really know what to say. Cause that's just so like and the crazy part is it's mm. Mm-mm. You know what? I, I I get what they were trying to do, but no. There's other ways. Who, who cares about what the massive feels? Right. Or how he felt? Who, mm-hmm. who cares about that? Oh, God, what is he going to do now that he doesn't have anybody to beat? Yeah. And that's, boss around? Like, really? That's, that's what we're going to talk about? That is crazy as hell. Now, if you want to get descendants of a slave to talk about what it was like to be free and what they did, mm-hmm. what they had to do, because mm-hmm. it wasn't over after that. It wasn't like they just walked into a CVS and got a job. That's not how it worked. Like that's more of an event and more so an educational event yeah. to help people. Like like you said, you're you know um, somebody you said didn't believe in Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. That's but to have some white man pretend to be a massa and act out. That's not that's. That's offensive in both ways. Like I would, you know, well, I mean, eh, yeah. Ooh. 
Well, the t- so it's, it's actually had a lot of plantations in Huntersville. So the town of Huntersville released oh. a statement. They said, mm. the, town of Hunter- the town of Huntersville is aware of the situation regarding a now-canceled Kingdom Coming program at Atlanta Plantation. This is a Mecklenburg County facility that is operated within Huntersville. While we have not fully investigated the facts surrounding this issue, we support statements put out by Mecklenburg County expressing zero tolerance for programs that do not embrace equity and diversity. The Huntersville Board of Commissioners has supported Latter Plantation in the past with an annual contribution. Funding for the new fiscal year will remain on hold pending Ooh. further investigations into the facts surrounding this program. Dang. Um, yeah. That's kind of crazy. And then Mayor Vi Lyle said, we should not support any business or organization that does not respect equality, history, and the truth of the African-American people's journey to freedom. Despite intent, words matter, and the historic Latter Plantation should know better. Absolutely. Well, y'all should also know better than to pave over the Black Lives Matter mirror that was on Toronto Street, but um, I'm sorry. Because, I mean, I, right? Yeah. I just, no disagreement here. Because I don't know why we couldn't just. I just was mad. Like, why'd y'all paint on the street anyway? But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to come up fast. Car. Right. It's, people are literally driving cars. All that work. Like, we were there, we were there watching them paint. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that work. It wasn't just, like, the ugly-ass yellow in, in D.C. Like, that was artwork made by artists that live here in the city. Live here. And they've, oh, my God, it was so hot that day. Like, so, but that's a, that's, that's a different conversation for a different time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other things. It's, it's, this is not even like we're not even a politics section. It's just like we just going stuff has happened. Stuff happened. We just going flow, 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 and we're reporting it. <laughs> um, yeah. So next on the docket is Arizona. You know, I shouldn't have lied to you, Martin. I just want to go to Arizona, and I understand why because they do not believe in talking about important things in the classroom. So, you know, all these things, um, you know, have come up over the over the years about mm-hmm. talking about, like, you know, religion and politics, and now it's kind of crossing over into the education system about talking about race relations, politics, religion, all that stuff is happening, and Arizona is like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Um, so they kind of put a, this bill together that would actually find te- – God, these pop-ups – that would actually find teachers for discussion of controversial issues, a.k.a. race. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called, they actually could face a $5,000 penalty if they allow classroom discussions on controversial topics such as racism or fail to give equal weight to divisive topics under provision of a last-minute amendment that flew through the Arizona, flew, key word there is flew, flew through the Arizona House of Representatives last week. Um, the bill is called uh, Senate Bill 1532 <clears throat> are intended to ensure students aren't taught that their race, ethnicity, or sex determines their character. Um, it kind of does, though. Yeah. <laughs> it could be argued that it does. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of, yeah, That's that's that topic is different. Because mm-hmm. on one minute we talk about we don't want no labels, but... Then we label ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not on some LGBTQ stuff. So that's mm-hmm. just a... Like, in, in general. Yeah, in general. Like, America's big on labels, because it's like, you, you ever see somebody racially ambiguous, and somebody comes and... Well, what are you? Yeah, like, like... I'm several then, things. Okay, but, like, what are you? And then and then they'll get on TikTok and be like, I identify as black. So you're labeling yourself as black. black. You are a Negro. So just say that. 
you know what I'm saying? Okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, so Democrats have said it's, um, they called it an overreach into the classroom and said it was a thinly veiled attempt to stir up public discord about critical race theory and further deepen partisan, uh, partisan divides in Arizona. Mm-hmm. <sighs> critical race theory is, is like the hot topic right now when it comes to education. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really sad. Um, because these kids are going to go to school and it's, they're going to ask these different questions. And I feel bad for the teachers, especially those in Arizona, that when their student asks them a question about this, they're not going to be able to uh, answer it in hopes that they don't get fined. Which I'm trying to figure out how you would know that. Like, do, are there cameras recording their lesson plans? I mean, but, you know, kids talk, right? This is true. So, like, they might, you know, a student might come home and say, Mommy, well, you know, you know, Miss Applebottom yeah. Uh, said, yeah. said that all black people have a tail, which I've heard someone say that before. Um, <laughs> black people don't have a tail, okay? Don't, it's nothing's wagging That's back. That's not even what's the That would have had me get weak. You hear me? The ones I've heard of black people have a tail like and that all black people get free college tuition. I wish that second part was free. It was, was true. <laughs> I really also do. not true. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, I get a tail because we're monkeys. Got it. <laughs> so, so <laughs> got it. You know, I mean, critical race theory, like you said, is a really big deal. And I think, like, in, if we think in terms of like, I, to me, it just seems like those who are arguing against it really just want their children to be. I don't know if they want them to be racist or whatever, because it doesn't give the ch- the child a chance to understand different perspectives. Yeah. And if you don't talk about race in school then you have people who then end up on the internet following blindly people who do not yeah. represent them, any, even if they are white, you yeah. know? Even if you are white, like, and you follow Trump and you were a brokey, like, that wasn't for you. <laughs> and you are an idiot. And you probably could have benefited from a critical race theory discussion. Somebody <laughs> on, the, on vacation said that we should have invited a Trump supporter on the show. And I told him, I was like, we had thought about it, but mm-hmm. just the way that we're set up, mm-hmm. not even as co-hosts, as professionals, but just as individuals, mm-hmm. our face would have been like this the whole time. Like, yeah. Because I'd be hard-pressed to understand. There'd be no, no need for me to understand. Because at that point, we wouldn't be talking politics. We'd be talking the logical. I need, yeah. to, I need to logically understand what was your thought process behind this, and why do you feel like he was a good choice for America? And if you still feel that way, then why do you still feel like he's a good choice for America? And I heard that he's getting ready to run for 2024. Of course this, he is. I, I feel like these these, and this is a little off topic, but I feel like a lot of these politicians... I mean, these old politics, like, they, they need to give it up. Like, I heard that Pat McCrory is running for Senate. Like, like just let it go. Like, frozen. Project Pat McCrory. Shout out to Kristen from... Not Project Pat. Shout out to Kristen from Twitter. Yo. Is the reason that PayPal pulled out. Of the, that was the year where they, they was doing... That H1N, not H1N1, that's a disease. Uh, but the bill for... HB2. Uh, HB2 about the transsexuals, I'm yes. sorry, about transsexuals and using the bathroom or whatever. Yes. He is the reason that Charlotte missed out on a lot of money really and a did. great company coming to this city because yeah. of that bill. So he I could kick know. rocks. Well, you know, people in North Carolina, it wouldn't shock me if they vote him in. Y'all literally gave us... what? What's our son of the name? What's his name? Ooh... That dude? Roy? No. No, that's, that's our governor. Nightmare. What's the dude's name? Anyway, y'all didn't want Cal Cunningham in office because he was sexing some other chick. 
Who cares? Oh, that's right. Oh, shoot. Who is our governor? You know what I'm talking about? We, no, not governor. Our senator. Senator. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What wait. is his name? Senator, senator of North Carolina. Senator of NC. 2021. Yeah, man. Why doesn't it say? What's his name? Is it the, Tom Tillis. Tom Tillis. Tom Tillis. <laughs> Tom Tillis. He spells his name with an H. Okay. Oh. It's very ghetto. It is. Y'all didn't want Cal Cunningham. Tom Tillis. Yeah, it's it's ugly. Y'all didn't want Cal Cunningham in office, who was a military man, family man. Okay, so he sexed other chicks. Who don't sex? I thought you liked people in the military. Ooh. Yeah, veterans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing more American than the military. Okay, but this dude spells his name Tom with an H. Tom. Very ghetto. Very ghetto. So, <laughs> TT. <laughs> Sierra Gibson. happening in Arizona but um unfortunately while we were going there were some mass shootings that were happening um not mass shootings but this first shooting that happened in Georgia we we knew it was going to happen it was only a matter of time unfortunately um but there's a cashier that um a cashier dead and there's two wounded mm. after basically somebody walked I'm gonna read out a story um it happened in um in Georgia um, somewhere in DeKalb County at a Big Bear grocery store. Um, um, uh, the suspect's name was Victor Lee Trucker. Um, he entered the store. Um, the cashier, who was identified as 41 Lakita Willis, um, he, she was incident, uh, she was, um, whatever. Anyway, Tucker actually got into an argument with the cashier because he was not wearing a mask um, while he was checking out his items. Um, and he left the store without making the purchase, but immediately returned back. Tucker walked directly up to the cashier, pulled out a handgun, and shot her. Um, an off-duty officer who was a veteran, um, a veteran um, actually pulled his weapon and fire, opened fire on Tucker. Um, he was hit, but returned fired and struck the off-duty off off duty officer twice. Um, another cashier was grazed by a bullet, but was treated on the scene. She's okay. Unfortunately, um, the cashier who all she wanted him to do is wear a mask, uh, has died. That's terrible. Um, <clears throat> that is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But again, this is not shocking. Unfortunately, it's only a matter of time. People are not wearing their masks. You know, people are still just out here doing what they need to do. They're not wearing their masks. Georgia already, I mean, Georgia been wide open, never closed. Governor Kemp, you're so trash. Um, so mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time for that to happen. Um, so really, really feel bad for this girl who's just doing her job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but it's like you can't say anything to anybody anymore. 
that's the bad part. Like, Nothing. how dare you say anything to somebody about wearing a mask to protect myself? Like, oh my gosh. A mess. An absolute mess. An absolute mess. Um, and then also in Austin, Texas, which is also wide open, remember we talked about how everybody can get a gun, no mental no mental health check, no background check, no nothing. nothing. Just have your money, get a gun and bullets and mind your own business. Um, mm. Mm. There was um, some mass shootings um, that killed one and injured 13 un- others um, in downtown Austin. The suspect is 17-year-old Jeremiah Rashawn Leland James. Okay, why does he have so many names? Jeremiah Roshan Leland James Tab. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, he was arrested while he was enrolled in summer school class. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, so he, um, yeah. This, that him? Yep. Yeah, no, that's, um, I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. This is him. That's, nope. It's a black, it's a black kid. Uh, they don't want to believe that we have a problem with guns here. Yeah. So, it's so funny. So, like, when we when we got the news about the 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 shooting in Texas, we were actually, Sierra and I were online getting a COVID test because, of course, you have to have a negative COVID test to get back to the United States. So, that's something else you guys should know. So, even though you're on vacation, still try to social distance, wear your mask. Because mm-hmm. if you catch COVID, vaccine or not, you ain't coming back here. Um, and I'd be damned if I was going to stay in Tulum for another two weeks. Absolutely not. <laughs> Okay, um, there was a couple behind us that was actually from Texas, and they were saying how um, they had rented like a um, like a beach house for their son or something like their son's um, high school prom or something like that, and they only wanted to be like six people, but um, basically like the dude that they rented the house from like kicked them out because he was saying like, oh yeah, no, like I don't care, you guys can bring whoever they want. And they were like, no, we're kind of good with the six people. So because they wanted to keep everybody safe, they kicked them out of the house. Like, girl. Yeah, that's what she was telling us. Oh, snap. I missed that part. Yeah, she was telling me and Ren, like, it was a couple. Like, you know. Yeah. Ridiculous. Texas is out of control. I remember her her saying, like, she was like, the thing now is, like, the people who don't even really want to have guns get guns because they're trying to protect themselves from all the people who are loose in the head. Who have guns and who are out there shooting. Girl. Like, it's just absolute. I mean, it is the Wild West out there. It really is. So please, 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 please be careful mm. wherever you go this summer. You know. Straight I, up. I know outside is wide open, but please just be careful. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. Because it's it's not a game out here. It really is It isn't. really is not. <clears throat> um, it's also not a game on airlines. Child. Mm. So, <laughs> this is not funny. Delta, a young man on Delta Airlines, uh, co- I don't even know how to explain this story. Okay, so there, a Delta Airlines flight had to make a stop from LAX to Atlanta. They had to make a stop in Oklahoma, I think. Yeah, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma yeah. City, because there was a guy who was trying to... I don't even know what he was really trying to do. It doesn't seem like he was trying to overtake. I don't know if he was trying to overtake the plane. Kind of. Or or what. Um, but he was sitting next to another guy who like released a video. And I'm going to play. I'm going to play his backstory as soon as I find it. Because. Did you send it to me? I think I did. Let's see. <clears throat> Here it is. Okay. Ugh. There we go. All right. 
crazy story. So I'm sitting in seat 1A on Delta from LA to ATO. This black dude sits on the flight next to me. You can tell he was like on standby because he joins after everyone's boarded. So he must like work for Delta flight attendant or something. He starts asking me all of these personal questions. What do you do? What's your name? What's your IG? Like, you know, all of this. Where do you live in Atlanta? And for those of you who know me, I don't talk to people on planes, number one. I definitely don't talk to people I don't know about my personal business. So I'm ignoring him the whole time. But I am on IG, however. So he looks and sees my name on IG, requests me right next to me, and I ignored him right there in his face while he's looking at my <laughs> phone. Next thing I know, he leaves. But before he leaves, he's writing something down. This is very important. So he's writing something down. And all of next thing I know, someone gets on the intercom. It's like, please put on your seatbelt. Make sure you have access to an oxygen mask. And I didn't know it was him, but it was him on the, on the intercom. And then he um, gets into a fight with a flight attendant. He tries to open the door. They're fighting. Now the fight comes to me in seat 1A. And they're screaming for help. He's beating the shit out of these people. So I jump up out of my seat, grab the dude. That's the video you saw. We pin him to the ground. Apparently, he wrote on the note that I was making terroristic threats. And he had my name because he took it from Instagram. So he had my name. So the police questioned me afterwards. And was like, do you know him? I'm like, just because we're black, we don't know each other. I pay for this seat. It's the same seat I sit in every time I fly Delta, unfortunately. And so they arrest him. They take him off the plane. And they ask me a few more questions. So the people who saw everything that happened thanked me. And, you know, it was all good. Moral of the story, we're still in, I don't even know where we are. Utah or I don't know, Colorado, I don't even know where we are. We're waiting on another plane. But, I mean, it's the craziest shit ever. Oh, here's one more thing. So as I pin him to the ground, I look down. And my knees are in his neck and on his shoulder. And I immediately took them off. We can't do that to our own people. I don't care what the situation is. I put my hand. All I'm saying is it couldn't have been me because I would have been flipping the hell out. Do you hear me? Like Mm -mm. flipping out. Like, I would have been nosy, but I would have been so mad. Like, are you serious right now? That was crazy. They barely took it. They was in Colorado. Wait, hold up. L.A., Colorado's up here. Atlanta is here. Unless they had, like, a, a, a connection, a connection flight. I'm sorry. Why we can't? Um, Listen, I don't know. Where, where did they land? They were landed in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, from. Yeah. Oh, they, well, they, okay. That's kind of. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. L.A. to. Ooh, chef. Yep. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Um, that's this is why like you have to be aware of your surroundings. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get on a plane, make sure you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just just take a look at different people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get where dudes coming from because some people will get on a plane. I'll never forget my first time going to Vegas. This lady was on a plane and she I think she was drunk. But she was like, oh, are you okay? Are you traveling by yourself? I'm like, yes. She's like, oh, my God. Like, do you have people, like, that's there to pick you up when you land? I was like, lady, I'm 20 years old. Like, I'm good. Shut up. Yeah, I thought was, maybe you was, like, a job. No. Like, I'm 20 years old. Like, I'm fine. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah. She was like, oh, my God, because, like, I can go with you. So, and, and then, so then in my mind, I'm like, maybe she's propositioning me. Yeah. You know, Vegas is... Vegas. Yeah. Um. You know what I mean? So, like, people just be talking to you. Just, just pay attention to your surroundings. 
pay attention to your surroundings at all times. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> like, it might be the northern of me, but I'll be looking at everybody. So, like, I look at everybody. I know if somebody sits next to me in the plane, I take a good look at them because mm-hmm. God forbid something happens and somebody got to question me, it was him. Right. He had gray hair. <laughs> 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 He was about 50 years old. Right. Looked like Santa Claus. He, I know it. He took his shoes off while he was on and the flight. Which is gross. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. Sometimes white people just be too comfortable. Yeah. Like like walking outside with no shoes on. Yo, it's so nasty. That's, I've done that one time in my life. And if you felt dirty, right? I really did, but my feet were in excruciating pain. Yeah, it's like it's nasty. Also like, in Vegas. But um, <laughs> oh, you was wilding. My feet. Nope. I went to a Trey Songz party and it was just... Oh, well, that's why. Wait a oh, minute. Oh, my God. We had a good time, but my feet were... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to a Trey Songz party. Who's we? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Who, who's this we you speak of? Nah, I'm kidding. Anybody going to no Trey <laughs> Songz party. We're still trying to get Usher. If anybody knows Usher... Personally. Personally. or is we'll like, be there at the end of August. And he can just add another show <laughs> to his sh- residency. That know? would be... That would be phenomenal. <laughs> I did hear Rick Ross has an, uh, is doing... Oh, Good for him. No? Good. Good for him. Good I'm for you, Rick. To, never mind. Good for you, Mr. Ross. Way to go. Um, Well, you want to talk about Ocean City? Ooh. Yeah, so Ocean City, Maryland um, is definitely on the docket right now because of their police <clears throat> being aggressive when it comes to tasing uh, young black teenagers. So twice in like two days... Um, they've been in the news. One, there was a 19-year-old on the boardwalk. So apparently, in New City, Maryland, you're not allowed to vape or smoke on the boardwalk, which is kind of odd because you're outside. So yeah. that doesn't make any that doesn't make any sense. To so me. I've never been. Is that a nice beach? Is it a nice? Pa- it's a nicer part of. I've never been either. My uh, parents have been. They said it's nice. Oh, okay. In recent years, I've heard that it's kind of going downhill a little bit. Oh. And this is probably why. So, um, yeah, so the first time there was a young man, um, and there's a, a viral video that went up, his hands are up when they're asking him not to vape. His hands are up, and apparently in, like, normal police order, he got rowdy with them, and they tased him. While his hands were up, they tased him for no reason at all, arrested him, but by the grace of God, he is alive. Now, a couple of days later, the same thing happens with now, this is a group of black teenage like boys. five of them, I think. Yeah, like mm-hmm. five of them, and they were with the shits. Um, luckily, they are all alive mm-hmm. around to tell this story. They do have some charges against them, but they got into a fight with the cops because, um, of course, the police say that they asked him to stop vaping, and he didn't do it, so somehow... That led led to them putting their hands on them for no reason. Like, here's my thing with the police. If you ask me to stop doing something one time and I might not do it at that very moment, I'm doing the two. There's no need for you to put your hands on me. Okay? They attacked one and the friends was like, oh, nah, get your hands off my bro, Mm. throwing bikes and all that stuff like that. That's what we're saying. Like, very glad that these brothers are still alive to be on Good Morning America to tell their story because they could have went. It could have went left. And I think the reason that it didn't go left is because they had a crowd of people around them supporting them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nah, this is wrong. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. so he vaping. So what? There's no need for 18 cops to be around these five young men because mm-hmm. they're vaping. One of, them had got it. One of them had like had him on the ground and he was, just kept kneeing him mm-hmm. and things like that. And it was like... Unnecessary. For vaping? Yeah. Unnecessary. It's, it's not that deep. It's, it's never. really not that deep. So... Um, I don't really know what else to say yeah. other than I'm just glad that these young men, all six of them, mm-hmm. are alive to tell their story. They do have some kids. So apparently that you can get up to like a $100 fine 
So instead of you just giving these dudes the fine, you decide to put your hands on them. You could just get, all right, you know what? I told you once. Right. You didn't do it the second time. Here paid is fine. Yep. You got to put your hands on them. That's unnecessary, dude. I feel like sometimes being a cop is for all the people who were losers in high school. Ooh. Wow. Sometimes I feel that way. Not all cops. But I kind of get it. But some of y'all, probably a majority they of y'all. They take the aggression out on yeah, somebody. Yeah, most of y'all are probably losers in high school. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, what? Mm. Maybe. 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 You want to talk about this indigenous, the indigenous bodies? So I don't have an article on this, but... And we missed this story. This came out. This came out really about two weeks ago. Yeah. But there were a hundred indigenous indigenous for those who don't know are like Native Americans or whatever. But this was in Canada, so Native Canadians. Mm. <laughs> eh? Eh? <laughs> um, but there were a hundred indigenous youth found buried underneath a school in Canada. Jesus. I know. How did they find? Okay, these are the questions I have. I, I wish I had the article. Why because are we digging up under schools? I don't know, but I'm glad we did because these. I'm the. I mean. Are these people were these people that were missing? Were their families looking for them? Uh, like Philly with them? Yeah. Like, let me see. I don't think I spelled that right. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't have. I'm gonna have to find an article. We we'll have to talk about it next week because. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. No. That's all right. Mm-mm. But just know that that story is coming soon because it's definitely something we need to talk about. Absolutely. Um. Because that's unacceptable. Um, that is unacceptable. Oh, like two more things. Yeah. Uh. Well, three. Three. Um. Speaking of things that should be unacceptable, uh, unacceptable, but are, is that um, San Francisco uh, security in Walgreens was like, um, <laughs> it won't be me, okay? Um, and I'll put the video up. There was literally, a, first of all, I need to know how this man got in the store with the bike. Let's just start there, right? There's a man inside Walgreens with a big ass trash bag, just. Going through the aisles, just kind of like, you know, putting stuff in the bag. I need some shit. I need things. And no one's stopping him. The cops are there. There's a security is there um, recording him. Um, then this man has his big trash bag full of products, buses a Yui, and leaves the store. No one stops him. I love it. Uh, <laughs> come to find out it is illegal for them to stop mm-hmm. uh, these little small criminals if they're not stealing anything over $950. I mean, I kind of get it. Like, well, I feel like people that, like, if you're really chasing somebody over some deodorant, like, I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's really not that serious. You know what I'm saying? Especially, if, like, from these huge stores. You know, like, Walmart. Are you really hurting for that $3.99? Child. That three sixty eight from that Dove deodorant. The Walmart employees need to be stealing because they're not making enough money yeah. for all the shit that they have to do. Do you with. really need to chase me over this two dollars mm-hmm. and sixteen cent worth of uh, goldfish? Yeah. I think not. You'll be okay. Um, so yeah, like because I found that out because um, my Simone used to work for Walmart mm-hmm. and she was like, "Yeah, we can't, we can't chase anybody out of the store for stealing." I'm like, "So you just let them steal?" Like, yeah, and it makes sense because honestly, so when I went to Livingstone. Used to steal all the time. I ain't gonna front. Like I know mad people. <laughs> I actually had a friend who got banned from Walmart because she like I would. It would make no sense some of the things that not myself. Like I might have stolen like some deodorant or you know a lot of people was like stealing condoms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know and then, whatever. But like some people I knew was stealing like comforters. Oh, wow. I'm like how? How did you steal this comforter? Right. Like, and granted, 
They weren't checking the receipt. You go to the self-checkout. You're not really scanning. You keep it in your car. You keep moving. But I had a friend who actually got banned from the one in Salisbury because she was like, I was like, I didn't want her to go to the store with me because I was like, yeah. I know she was still like everything. <laughs> like, so I was like, you're not coming to the store with me because you're not about to get me locked up in no damn Salisbury. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Interesting. Um, yeah, Walmart, They and they can't. So basically, and the reason we found that out was like they've been watching her. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and they like put her picture up on the thing. Kind of like in Tyson's, you see people picture up on yep. it. Yep. Tyson's is the hair store here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got your picture. Like, don't come in here. You come in here. You're going to jail because yep. you're still in bundles and stuff. Like not still in bundles. I mean, if you can't afford to get the bundles, that means you can't afford to get your hair done. Then change the style, get some braids. You know, saying something made. that you can be, you know, a little more affordable. Points were made, so you don't have to steal. Points. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, that video was hilarious. That like, video was. Hilarious. He really was like, mind your business, move out my way. Right. This Big, is huge bag of stuff. Huge, oh, like one of them black industrial Just garbage bags. Yes. Full of stuff. Yes. I love it. Um, I thought it was hilarious. Next thing, people are mad at Kevin Hart again. Do you know why? Yeah. So, <laughs> first of all, they're always mad at Kevin Hart right before he's about to put a movie out. Okay? He has a movie coming out um, on Netflix called Fatherhood, which is to celebrate fathers. fatherhood. Black fathers. And uh, it's right before Father's Day. So, you know. So, of course, he's on a media tour. They've been interviewing him, stuff like that. He said some things. And, of course, black Twitter has been in a uproar because he doesn't think that he – not that he doesn't think about cancel culture, but he thinks cancel culture is, is kind of like it's enough. And he also was talking about how a lot of people don't think he's funny and he's kind of over it. But at the end of the day, he's pretty much like – I mean, I'm still out here making money, and y'all sitting here talking about me on Twitter, so being broke. So that's really it. But I'm going to read what he said about cancel culture because mm-hmm. I thought it was – hold on, let me find the um, – The quote. Yeah. So basically, like, this kind of came up because they were talking about – he was talking to the Sunday Times, um, and he was discussing cancel culture. So And that's after he ended his hosting gig. Remember, he was supposed to host the Oscars in 2019, um, but there were some um, – some tweets and some jokes that, of course, were deemed... Homophobic, homophobic right? Yeah, homoph- yeah, homophobic, and they were deemed offensive by the woke. Okay? So, this is what he said. He said, if people want to pull up stuff, go back to the same old, same tweets of old, go ahead. There's nothing I can do. You're looking at a younger version of myself, a comedian trying to be funny, and at that attempt, failing. Apologies were made. I understand now how it comes... I understand now how it comes off. I look back and I cringe. So it's growth. Um, and it's about growth. He said, when did we get to a point where life was supposed to be perfect, where people were supposed to operate perfectly all the time? I don't understand. I don't expect perfection from my kids. I don't expect it from my wife, friends, employees, because last time I checked, the only way you grow up is from fucking up. I don't know a kid who hasn't effed up or done some dumb stuff. Um... And this is something that Fox News said. He said, Hart made sure to note that people who have done something truly damaging to others should be held accountable and face consequences. However, he doesn't believe that that's always the case when it comes to cancel culture, specifically in his situation. Couldn't agree more. I agree. I agree. I think people try to cancel Kevin all the time is because he's always talking about it. I think if he just showed up about it, because if... Like, he talks about it a lot, like, lately. 
And it seems like clearly it bothers him. And I think the best way to get over, I think, what he's feeling is to to display that you are unbothered by it. But I think him kind of tr- uh, constantly, like, uh, fix the trajectory of what it, what that is, like, it's not going to help you, bro. Like, yeah. Like, I, underst- I, I completely agree with everything you just said there, like, that entire quote. But in terms of, I don't know, I just feel like sometimes you can be removed. You, like, when you make a lot of money, become this big person, you kind of remove from the regulars, us brokies. Yeah. And... I understand what he's saying, but some people are just not going to look at it that way. And some people are still trying to cancel him. Yeah, and I, I think, I don't know, it's, because like you and I have had that conversation before, mm-hmm. like, you know, I've had a conversation with other people as well, because I, I kind of am getting to the point where cancel, like, every other day we're trying to cancel somebody mm-hmm. over complete nonsense. Canceling R. Kelly? Absolutely. Canceling Harvey Weinstein? Absolutely. Um, you know, canceling, um, you know, Bill Cosby? But notice what I'm saying. Notice what I'm saying about certain names. I'm not. I'm saying cancel Bill Cosby. I'm not saying that we can't still watch the Cosby Show. Cancel Harvey Weinstein. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna ever watch a movie that he just happened to produce. That's one of my favorite movies. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know Harvey Weinstein was out here doing all this stuff. So you think I'm about to not watch The Hangover? Mm. That don't got shit to do with me. It don't even have nothing to do with the actors that were in the movie. That was what he was doing behind closed doors. R. Kelly. Sorry. There's too much. I watched the documentary. It's yeah, too it's, much it, that it, intertwines with the music for me yeah. to ever feel comfortable to listen now, to it again. Yeah, like essentially mm. certain songs are like, yes. Seems like you're ready. Yeah, now if we're at a cookout and somebody puts on Step in the Name of Love, okay, am I going to go to the DJ and be like, turn that shit off? No. <laughs> it's not It's not that deep. So I think, I really think that's what Kevin Hart, and to your point, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Because I don't know anything about the movie Fatherhood. I didn't know he was releasing the movie until... Yeah, like, I I don't know anything about the movie Fatherhood. And I feel like, to your point, that's when the artist needs to come out, hey, dog, I don't want to talk about them. I'm here to talk about Fatherhood and why y'all need to watch this movie Mm -hmm. so I can keep getting roles. Um, But on the flip side, you know, if he still feels the type of way about it, because that was something that really could have changed his life. That Academy Awards because y'all decided to go. <sighs> he could have still hosted the show. I, he I, pulled out of it. Listen, but here's the thing: what happened first? The first thing that happened was he refused to apologize. Right? He said he had already apologized for it. He not apologizing for it. Then he went on a promo, a promo I'm not apologizing apology tour. Mm. He went everywhere and talked about why he wasn't going to apologize, and then. He apologized and pulled out. And it was like, after all that, you could have just apologized and still been hosting the award show. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah. I feel like he just made it worse. And I understand, like, him, he was, that probably was, like, frustrating for him, right? Because yeah. he's like, you know, I'm like, I'm that, I'm not that same person anymore. Right. But sometimes you, you in terms, like, the public is finicky. The public is finicky. As hell. And sometimes you have to apologize several times. I understand if it was just like a relationship between you and your wife. You're like, damn, I cheated already. I'm not, I apologize. I bought you a ring. You know, I'm not going to apologize no more. But it's not a personal relationship. It's a relationship with the public. And when you're dealing with the public, you need to understand that they are finicky and that you may need to apologize several times. And if he would have just taken that, I think he would have been better off. And, and since, I don't think a lot of people would be like, you know, fuck Kevin Hart. People, yeah. Now, people might still be like, he's not funny. And that's points are made. But... I think, I don't know, Kevin to me seems like he's like really headstrong. It's like, 
it's my way. <laughs> like, it's my way. And this is how I see it. And can't no one change my mind. Yeah. I kind of, yeah, I kind of get that. That's how I, that's how I see, see it. I, but he keeps bringing this shit up. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're going to the press tour about a movie, I really want to hear more about the movie right. and not so much about, you know, cancel culture. But Because I, why aren't we talking about fatherhood? Yeah, I, I don't know anything about... And maybe... I, and I will read the actual article that he was talking to. So he was talking to the Sunday Times. This is from the Daily Wire. So, of course, they're talking about cancel culture because you know how the media is, so they're just going to pull what's controversial, mm-hmm. and that's this. And that's why he got on He got on social media today mm-hmm. and was like, I have time today. Cause, and I, I said what I said about cancel culture because I, I think I've said this on the show before. I think we need to be very, very careful and selective about the people that we deem uh, as cancellations over some bullshit like, Y'all have said a like we a lot of people have said things out of their mouth that right after they said it it's like damn I shouldn't have said that mm-hmm. you know what I mean but it's not that deep like just because you disagree with somebody's opinion does not deem them to be canceled like the people that we mentioned Harvey Weinstein all them people like that yeah they gotta fucking go mass murderers gotta fucking go but somebody that you know doesn't deem uh. I, I don't know, somebody that's a Republican, that doesn't mean they have to be canceled. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you don't agree with them. And somebody, so who some, somebody said something on Twitter the other day, and I was like, um, oh, my God, what were they talking about? Because it was like, oh, Monique, with the whole bonnet situation. Mm-hmm. Y'all was like, oh, we got to cancel Monique. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. We can literally just disagree and move on. That's it. That is it. Just you- disagree, sis, I don't agree with you. I'm going to continue with my bonnet, my do-rag. My Crocs, everything like that. That's it. If you don't agree that's with it, it, that's fine. Like, but who's oh? Shout out to Chris. Um, hey Chris. Um, he said that on Twitter, and I was like, yeah. He was like, just disagree and move on. Like, I said, you know what? Absolutely right. Cause mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I about to cancel Monique. You not go cancel Kevin Hart. Okay, fatherhood's out. He gonna get another movie, bro. And this is my thing. Y'all want to cancel niggas, but if he was hiring, y'all be knocking at his doors. Yo, Kev. Okay, you fake. Look at you. Yo, but, Kev. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm gonna... That'd be great for Kevin. Be like, hey, uh, your podcast episode, uh, season three. You said I was like, yeah, I did. So anyway, like while we're, we're talking about the present, right? We change, right? <laughs> ah! But in the article, you said. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do think we need to be very, very careful. I saw mm-hmm. they were trying to cancel cater to you. What are you talking about? Yo, please don't get me started. What are you talking about? Not if they're trying to cancel cater to you by Destiny's Child. But why? Because. Because y'all don't got no man? You lonely? Gen Z don't got nothing else to talk about, honey. Why are we canceling? Y'all need to cancel all these little rappers y'all got, not cater to you. Okay. Anyway, girl. Speaking of cancellation, this is our last topic of, of the evening, and I think it is a good one. So, Lin Manuel, I'm gonna get this Lin-Manuel man. Lin Manuel Miranda. I'm gonna get this man's name right. Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, he directed and produced, right? He didn't direct it, but he did write it and produce it. He yeah. wrote, you know, Lin Manuel Miranda is the man from Hamilton. Yes, which is on Disney. It's three hours long if you feel like it. I watched it once. Not watching it. Um, so yeah, Hamilton. You know, all the girls love it. Ooh, Hamilton. So he wrote a new movie called In the Heights. Um, 
trailer's been out for about a couple months now. I've seen it. it I've seen it several times. Oh wow! I've seen oh, the, the trailer. The trailer. I haven't seen. The oh movie. okay. No, I haven't seen the movie. Um, the trailer has been out. I've seen it several times, and it just came out recently. And right now, the discourse the discourse around it is that there. Okay, so it's based on Washington Heights in New York. Yes. Um, the discourse is that Washington Heights is uh, publicly known as an Afro Latino area. Mm. In New York, and the the issue that a lot of people are bringing up is that there is a lack of Afro Latino representation in the movie. I haven't seen the movie. I, like I said, I watched the trailer, and that was. And granted, I'm not from New York. Never been to New York. I mean, I'm not, I have been to New York. I don't know if I've been to Washington Heights. You know, yeah. I don't know. But I remember seeing the trailer and thinking just to myself like. I just think it's strange that there's no Afro-Latinos completely represented like as lead characters in this movie. I just thought it was strange. Me personally. Um, granted, I wasn't really excited to watch the movie either way. So, yeah. I was more so like happy to see Anthony Ramos and uh, <laughs> that's my man that played um, Dr. Dre and uh, Straight Outta Compton. He's also in the movie. I can never look at him as anything other. So when he plays like these like warm roles, it's like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah, it playing feels, Dr. Dre. Yeah. yeah. What is his name? Corey. I, I don't know. Corey something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. What do you think about the people who are bringing up this issue of a lack of Afro-Latina, Latino, Latinx yeah. representation? Disclaimer, I'm not a part of the Afro-Latino community. I am mm-hmm. full-on Negro. <laughs> Come on, full-on Negro. I am full-on African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I will say, and this is another thing, I will say, I guess this is also part of cancel culture. How do every? How does everybody know, unless they were literally at the casting, that the cast of this movie has no Afro-Latino representation in the movie. How do you know that Anthony Ramos is not Afro-Latino? Mm-hmm. How do you know that Lin-Manuel Miranda or any of the other... Um, what's what's shorty name from... Um, what's the jail movie, uh, the jail show on... Uh, jail show? You know, on Netflix that everybody was... Talking, Orange is the New Black. I think she was... Oh, Dasha Polanco. How do we know that she's not mm-hmm. Afro-Latina when she, I think she is? I think she is, too. Okay. Um, I hear you. I think that this, and I, I might, this might sound bad, but this is just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from a black person. I think, I don't, everything is not for everybody, to be very honest. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people saying like, oh, you know, like, you know, like, oh, there's no LGBTQ representation in this movie. Oh, there's no black representation in this movie. There's no white people. In- the only That's the only group you don't hear. If there's the best man, no white people in it. Was there any white people complaining about it? No. No. Mm-mm. Was there anybody complaining about, uh, I don't know, the fact that Soul, a Disney movie? Like, no, no nobody is complaining about representation other than the minorities. And while I understand it, I think it's fucked up that movies like this, especially like In the Heights, Mm -hmm. we don't ever, it's very rare that we see a movie with a cast of all Latinos. 
all of it. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't ever see that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really really wrong, high key, that we are dimming this light mm-hmm. on this group of minorities. I think it's very wrong. Mm-hmm. I really do. Okay, so there's no there's no darker, and that's what this is all about. Yes, that's what th- that's yes. what this is yes. all about. Mm-hmm. There's no dark skinned Latinos in the movie. Okay. And I don't, I just, I just don't think, I think it's wrong. I really do. I really think that it's, it's kind of messed up that we're dimming the light on, um, on Lin-Manuel Miranda where y'all been kissing his ass for years on all the work that he's done. Look what he did with Hamilton. Mm -hmm. Look what he did with Hamilton on Broadway. So now God forbid he want to make a movie for people that look like him. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I really do think that that's wrong. Because if it, if the script was flipped, if this was Spike Lee, do you think Lin-Manuel Miranda would have would feel some type of way about Spike Lee making a movie called On the Stoop about Brooklyn? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't I just I just I think that it's I just think it's I really do think it's kind of wrong of them to dim his light mm-hmm. and this cast. They're so excited. I've seen some interviews on some of the, you know, with some of the cast and like, like, oh my God, I'm so excited to be in a movie that has a bunch of people that look like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then here y'all come. I don't see no brown skin people. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more so af- darker, darker skin Afro Latinos making the, this, these complaints. And that's important. I hear every, there's a big ass mosquito right there. I hear right there on the light. Oh, they all up in here. Die. I die. Okay. But I hear everything you're saying, but I do think that Lynn Manuel had an opportunity to bring and show because it's the same. We have, it's the same issue that we have where we when we talk about representation of dark skinned women in anything, and mm. there is nothing like seeing yourself represented. And I can only imagine being a darker skin. Latino and probably being excited about this movie, turning it on and only seeing white Latinos or light skin uh, Afro Latinos and not seeing yourself. And that is so important. And I think that it's such a big deal right now is because Lynn Manuel had the opportunity to do so. And there are a lot of a lot of darker skin Afro Latinos who who went to the casting, killed the auditions and didn't get didn't get booked. He had a completely amazing opportunity to do that and we think and you and like when you say you brought up spike lee spike lee has had every spectrum in all of his movies of black people you got it die bitch niggas in here somewhere got it good okay sorry yeah he was he was about to bite us um i got enough bites from esco okay period but you know i just feel like i don't know i, I feel the same way i feel about that and in the same way i feel about like lena waith like it is your responsibility as mm. Because here's, here's the thing, right? Blacks, Latinos, they all see us as one way, right? And it is, your, it is your responsibility when you hold positions like this to represent your communities and even Asians in the best light possible, especially when you're telling these stories. And the fact that there aren't any dark-skinned Afro-Latinos in this, that are presented like front-facing in this movie is an issue. It is an issue that Lin-Manuel could have easily, easily, easily fixed, Easily have fixed. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, 
I hear what you're saying, though. I don't sis. know. It's like I just feel like yeah, he definitely could have fixed it. And mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying that he's not wrong for it. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm just feeling like. Okay, so this is his first movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is his first movie. My problem, it's just, it's going to be an issue. It's always going to be an issue. So next, so he done, like, Lin-Manuel. Lin, Lin, that man's, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda. <laughs> so when he puts out, a, like, he put out a statement, he apologized, everything like that. I'll read it. Hold on. I got it here. Okay. Damn, these niggas still, okay, y'all. Okay. <laughs> He said, I started writing in the Heights because I didn't feel seen. And over the past 20 years, all I wanted was for us, all of us, to feel seen. I'm seeing discussion around Afro-Latino representation in our film this weekend. And it, and it is clear that many in our dark-skinned Afro-Latino community don't feel sufficiently represented within it, particularly among the leading roles. I can hear the hurt and frustration over colorism, a feeling still unseen in the feedback. I hear that without sufficient dark-skinned Afro-Latino representation, the work feels extractive of the community we wanted so much to represent with pride and joy. In trying to paint a mosaic of this community, we fell short. I'm truly sorry. I'm learning from the feedback. I thank you for raising it, and I'm listening. I'm trying to hold space for both the incredible pride in the movie we made and be accountable for our shortcomings. Thanks for your honest feedback. I promise to do better in my future projects, and I'm dedicated to the learning and evolving we all have to do to make sure we are honoring our diverse and vibrant community. Siempre, Lin-Manuel Miranda. And that's and and you know what? Honestly, I think that might have been a learning lesson for him because you know what, Lim man, Lim probably wasn't even looking at it like that. And sometimes it takes you releasing some work and other people critiquing it for you to understand. Yeah, but and and, and that's very true. Mm-hmm. I just me personally, I just think that there's nothing. That nothing's good enough for us. I really don't. I'm I'm starting to feel like that because it's like, I guess I know what it's like. We all probably know what it's mm-hmm. like to put something out that you've been working on for so long, for so long, to get it out there mm-hmm. and want the world to enjoy it. And it's like, mm, yeah, it's good, but mm-hmm. everybody knows that feeling of like, mm-hmm. well, damn. You know what I mean? It's like, because you know the nights you stayed up late, the hard work you put into it, juggling families and all that stuff like that. So to have something like that be put out... And for it to be such ridicule around it over something that, yes, to your point, definitely definitely could have been corrected. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just, I just feel like the next time he puts out, the next time he puts out a project, it'll be something else that he didn't put in there. Mm-hmm. Next time it'll be, oh, you didn't put no LGBTQ in there. Oh, you didn't put no republicans in there oh you didn't i don't like that shade of pink he wearing like <laughs> i mean seriously sometimes it gets to a certain point mm-hmm. where it's like well damn like was there any like besides that was it good yeah. did you enjoy it other than the fact that there was nothing that no, there's since i hear you loud and clear i just like sometimes it just sometimes it kind of buzz me because i feel like you know like, I wonder if people, like, you know, feel like that about, like, oh, I don't see no dark-skinned host on this podcast. Oh, I don't see this. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't see that. I can't help what I look like. Yeah. I can't. I can't help what I look like. I can't help what I look like. I can't help. I, I can't. Sierra can't help what she look like. This is what you get. 
You know what I'm saying? We still put out hard work and we do what needs to be done. Um, but I think that's why, you know, we try to particularly speak on these things, right? Because yeah. it, because it's important. And we and like we both realize that we're coming from the lighter spectrum. Absolutely. Of of black people, but I, that doesn't mean that I can't speak on dark skin issues and speak up for my dark skin yeah. brothers and sisters and speak up for my dark skin Afro-Latinos brothers and sisters. Because yeah. I even think about my friend Naomi, she's a true. She she not represented in that movie. I just want I just want us to I just want us to one day just be like, "You know what? Good job. That was that was great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they, they even they even they even criticized the Lion King because Scar, the evil one, was of a darker shade. It's a fucking cartoon. <laughs> I think. Are I, you kidding me? I think art is in a difficult place now because we've mm-hmm. spent so many years not seeing ourselves represented, yeah. and now because we have all these platforms that allow us to be very loud and vocal about it. It seems like it's way more because I, I guarantee that these conversations probably were always happening in terms of movies and, yeah. and whatnot before social media. It just so happens that social media brings them to the forefront and, and it allows people to understand and learn and see how people actually feel about your work, which can be very hard um, to deal with, I'm, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but also a learning lesson. And I think that I truly, I truly feel like I could feel like his genuineness. In yeah, that, it was genuine. In that, um, in that note. And I think he, I think he probably, like he said, he's like he's he's on the verge of like you know, well, I did something great, but also like you know, I I dropped the ball on this part. Yeah. And that's okay. Like it's okay to 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 drop the ball, but I would just say the next time he does the project, to just remember this moment, remember how you felt now, how you want to be seen is just how the Afro Latinos wanted to be seen. And I, I mean, and I, that's I, it. I really. do hope so. I just I just feel like you know they don't pick the right actor that they like. Oh well, yeah. That, that, you you get what I'm saying? Well, then you, then you have to ignore those. <laughs> things. It's like you know what? Like why you pick so and so over so and so? Like oh my god. Then those things you ignore. But like what else do you want? Like I so I, I interviewed our good friend Kevin. Hey Kevin. Um, and he says some stuff that really made a lot of sense when it comes to Hollywood and diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about like you know because he he hears all these conversations about diversity and stuff. Um, and he said honestly, he said what needs to change is not the people, it's not the camera crew, it's not the cast, it's the studio executives. He said what you need to realize is that he said what we all need to realize is that. There's, um, it's almost like, what's that movie, uh, uh, Rush Hour 2, he was like, follow the rich white man? Yeah. That shit is real. Because he said, the reason that you had so many, like, the reason that you got the Lena Waifs and the the Jordan Peels of the world, because Jordan Peel put out one good movie, mm-hmm. he put out a movie called Get Out, and all of us, the black people, went to go see it, so the studio executives were like, oh. So that's what they want to see. Mm-hmm. So that's why we had us. That's why Selena so Wave puts out one thing and every everybody goes to see it. And it's like, oh, that's what black people want to see. So when it comes to like black trauma and things like this, it's like we have to we have to be reminded that there's white executives in the studios. All they're doing is seeing the trends. And they're like, oh, well, let's get Lena Waithe in here to write some tra- traumatic shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's get let's talk to Oprah Winfrey about doing this. Let's talk to so-and-so about doing this. He said the change comes when we get black people in the executive chairs. Okay. And there are some, a lot of them are black women, to be very honest. I found mm-hmm. an article by Essence about um, it's like freeform um Sony picture. There's mm-hmm. there are a lot and it's changing, but that's what we need to realize. So it's not even like, don't think for one second that Lynn Lynn Manuel. Hamilton, 
that he has the final say. He doesn't. Right. Oh yeah. So he might he might have had some like dark skin and like, mm. mm-hmm. And that's coming from a Hollywood somebody who's in Hollywood. That's like a good friend, Kevin. That's what he said, and I said that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's does. why we have we have right now on Amazon Prime we have the show they them 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 one of the pronouns. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have that and that's from um lena wave now we have the underground railroad which is from barry jenkins it's only a matter of time before we get something else mm-hmm. from somebody else on that same platform yeah yeah that's because the amazon is that like oh shoot they really like they so let's give barry jenkins this money okay cool let's give ava duvernay this money okay cool let's give I ain't watching no more black trauma porn. That's why the shy is all about what's going on. People get like teenagers getting locked up. That's why the movie Two Distant Strangers won a fucking Oscar, which is the most traumatic shit I probably ever seen in my life. Damn. I was like, I was uncomfortable watching that movie. And it was only 20 minutes. Mm. I was very uncomfortable. I was like, why are they killing this man over and over again? No, ma'am. Ridiculous. No, thank you. That's because the executive being like, oh, they're marching in the street. This is what they want to see. No, it's not. Showing. That's because the executive doesn't have sons being murdered in the street. Doesn't have daughters being killed. Mm-hmm. So, and it goes for people like Lynn Man- Hamilton. Poor man. We're going to get his name right. Lynn. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Eminem. LMM. LMM. Yeah. I don't like that. All right. That was interesting. That was interesting. Very interesting. I've got some good news, sis. What is it? We got a new review. Wow. Somebody paid attention in class. Thank you. We appreciate it. This review is from Five Stars. His name is Benji Fields. Okay. Hi, Benji. The title is This is Needed. Period. He says, This perspective, this honesty, this realness is needed. Thank you so much, Benji. We really appreciate it. For real. We try to keep it one million on this show. We really do. We try to keep it 100 as best as we can. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for leaving us five stars. Thank you. And rating our show. Yes. Like, that means so much to us. Love it. I don't know if we have anything on YouTube. I haven't been. Oh, I you know what? I haven't really been either. Let's see while I'm, while I'm sitting right you know here. What? You know, we uh, are YouTube? We're connected here. to the uh, internet while I'm sitting here. Oh, Just, I got to. What? You got to. Oh, you got to. Oh, Damn six. it. Hold on, let's see. Got to sign in. Yeah, we haven't had anything new up there, so that's fine. I got a new phone, y'all, so I got to sign in to everything again. All right. We didn't have a lip service question because we were on vacation. You'll deal. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week's show. (laughs) (laughs) We are on all the social media networks. We're on Twitter at HeadRapPod. We're on Instagram at HeadRaps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, HeadRaps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Yes. Or you can go to our website, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com. We have T-shirts and crewnecks that are for sale but not on sale. And you, where you can also listen to all of our episodes, all five seasons. All, yeah, this is season number five. Oh, my God. All five seasons of the show, baby. It's not a game. If you decide to start from the first episode and keep making that our highest rated episode for some damn reason. I get it. Um... We are on, oh, we are still trying to start our studio. Things are looking up. Um, but 
We could always use your cash to help us. <laughs> GoFundMe is in the link. But if you don't rock with GoFundMe, you could just always send this money to your uh, money to your cash app at dollar sign head rat pod. Um, and yeah, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Um, when you subscribe, rate, and leave a five star review like Benji did, we read it on the air. That's it. Um, and that is it. That's it. Sis. That's it. Your joke? I have a joke. Okay. So you guys can start sending me jokes again. We're back from vacation. Or don't. Bring them. Send them. Send them. Okay. Where is it? Oh, I lost it. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't lose it. I didn't. I didn't. It's here. This is funny. Oh, my God. What do you call an ant who fights crimes? A crime-fighting ant? No. What? A vigilante. Get it? Vigil ante. <laughs> you get it? Get it? <laughs> Vigil ante. Get it? Do you get it? That's what that's funny. Thank you guys Ooh, Jesus. for listening to this week's episode. <laughs> oh, I got another one. Oh my god. What has ears but cannot hear? What? A cornfield. <laughs> Get it? Because the ears of corn. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Damn. A vigilante. Get it? Uh, A-N-T. I got it. It is. Oh my God. It's crystal clear. That is so funny.